There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. You gotta be on acid to understand what's going on on this show. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN TFM HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Mm. You're right. I think September 97? I don't know the years, Tim. And how we always make sure hearts give up. Yeah, September 97. Oh, hard to believe it's been almost 26 years, isn't it? Well, it's not hard for me to believe it because I don't I barely remember the song when it came out. Puts it in perspective, though, doesn't it? What does it put in perspective? Make it love. Nick Lachey? Oh, I thought it was going to be how time flies. It could be 27 years old. Drew Lachey? Stan? Kelly morning after nine o'clock hour um, we're gonna we're gonna certainly talk more about uh, 98 degrees but uh, at this moment it is our pleasure to welcome to the program for his Thursday appearance the voice of the dogs Joey Zanaboni morning Joey hey all great with you though it's uh, wonderful to talk it over with you um, the uh, the doggies uh, fell short uh, two to one on Saturday and, uh, and and I saw Tim Parker's quote following the game saying it was a little disappointing considering that they didn't really feel like they played well. Yeah, they got a point in Colorado, but didn't necessarily feel like they played a great game, wanted to come out with some intensity and didn't have it, and uh, and, and kind of got what they deserved is what he said. Uh, what was your uh, evaluation of what we saw this past Saturday? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'd be in line with Parker. I think I'd be in line with a lot of the guys. Uh, Carnell, even Pape, who scored in the game, came on and just said, hey, we lack some edge. We lack some intensity tonight. Um, you know, I keep things in perspective and always look at it in the positive side where it's 11 games deep, seven wins, tied, three losses. Two of them have been by just one goal, and uh, both of them have been tied with about 12, 14 minutes to go in regulation. So, you know, still thinking that things are going well. But, yeah, this team needs to come out with some great intensity in Dallas this weekend. It's a good team. It's a top-four matchup in the Western Conference. So 
Uh, got to come out with our best stuff and I think prove something uh, to ourselves as a group that we can handle a little bit of adversity and that we can keep going forward. Um, the, the situation with Klaus certainly uh, evident uh, by his lack of presence. Um, and and then that led to a, a conversation I had with Taylor Twelman when he was with, he was with me on 101 ESPN on, on Tuesday about uh, City's potential appetite to get uh, involved when uh, the window opens up uh, coming up in, in the summer and, uh, and bring on some help. Do you think that they would be apt to do that? Twelman said he certainly hopes that they would. What about, uh, what about your opinion on that, and where do you think uh, they would go? Because I don't know where the depth would be behind him, and we're kind of seeing that here over the last couple of games. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, regardless of which way they end up going, I mean, it's the flexibility. It's the way that this roster has been designed to have the chance to go after, I mean, not just somebody big, but somebody huge. You know, Roberto Firmino has been approached by City. That's uh, something that's out there. People know about it. Such a huge star who's in his prime. I mean, we're not talking about a guy who's, you know, five years past his uh, his peak and is just going to kind of, run out the string in the MLS. I mean, to be in the conversation with somebody of his caliber, it's a world-class player. And as Lutz has said, you know, somebody like Roberto Firmino, Bobby would be, I mean, the best player in the league at the outset. So continuing to grow and continuing to add, I mean, listen, if you look at what the timeline is for Klaus, I mean, it was a couple of weekends ago, really now, they had said 10 to 14 days on a minor quad strain. He's going to be back. I mean, he is, he is the thoroughbred, man. I mean, he's 6'3", fastest player on the field, unbelievable finisher. We miss him. But I think with the guys that are on the roster as well right now, I mean, it's been a chance for some people to step up. And looking at what Celia has done both last weekend and then the Open Cup game against uh, Omaha as well, had three assists plus a goal there. I mean, there's a lot of talent on this roster already, and there's enough talent to beat any team in the Western Conference, any team in the MLS already. And so going forward, playing up to the standards that the group knows that they're capable of doing, uh, whether it's at home or on the road like it is this weekend in Dallas, like it is going to be twice next week on Tuesday in Chicago, and then again, repeat game that will count the Western Conference standings in Chicago again. Uh, Got to step up got to put our best foot forward, play aggressive. And as Carnell says, play with the chest out, play with the pride, play with the swagger, play with the confidence to know that this group that's been put together so carefully, they can do this and they will do this. Uh, we got a text here from Wooden Shoe 2 that says, oh. ask Joey about being at the Cards game last night. We at the Cardinal <laughs> game last night. Uh, it sounds like Wooden Shoe 2 is watching the Jumbotron. I was doing a little dancing up there. Oh, you oh, were really? dancing on the Jumbotron. Really? Yeah, I was uh, I was doing what I consider to be dancing. I'm not sure the rest of the stadium did. but hmm. uh, <laughs> What song were you dancing to? Cool. Uh, I don't remember the song. I think it was in the second inning. What were they deep, playing in the second inning? I don't know. Maybe third inning, somewhere in there, but... Unbelievable seats. Um, I mean, what a performance by Shohei. Got to tip the cap to him. You know, Gorman got him. Carlson got him. A couple of home runs. Uh, just couldn't hold it in the back, uh, the back end. I mean, it was, you know, Trout at the end of it, as it often is, who decided the game. Uh, still optimistic about that team, though, as well. I know the record's not where, it, where it's uh, supposed to be at this time of the year, but 
you know, I think there's uh, there's actually been some progress that's been made, and I think they'll they'll turn it around. There you go, Doug. How about that? Oh, you still hoping better? to be a baseball play-by-play guy someday, or are you happy with where you are now for good? <laughs> well, hey, man, I was announcing a game from the uh, <laughs> from the seats last night, at least in my head. Oh, so you know, would never close the door on that. Uh, but you know, it's a kick, man. I mean, to be in baseball for eight years and to actually be able to kind of go to these games as a fan and stuff like that, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a refreshing thing, and I just am enjoying that, man. It's it's so cool. Do you think you have the chops to maybe make it an HD two radio someday yeah, if you get better? Do. I don't know. It's, there's only there's only five oh, people right, right now, now doing right? it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tougher than it looks. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a tough business, but you're doing very well. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're happy for your summer. success. There it is. Uh, the pride of St. Gabriel's, Joey Zanaboni. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next there week. He is. Joey right, Zanaboni heading to Dallas with the doggies. Dallas and the doggies. Dallas and the doggies. Dallas and the doggies. Think about that. Yeah. I kind of figured that once we had a team to root for, I would get into soccer, and that's exactly what's happened. I really look forward to the games now on Saturday nights. I, I sit do. and watch the whole darn thing. I do as well. Yeah, I never thought I, that that would be possible, that I would really look forward the to only, it. I have to tell you, the only part that surprised me about it is that the team has been good. Yeah. That's the only – I wasn't expecting that, but I thought the atmosphere would be incredible. might be better than I expected. Mm-hmm. I expected it would be great. I uh, don't know how things could have gone any better for the soccer team so yeah. far. I, I don't – I can't imagine. And they've done this scenario. with crappy weather minus their first home game. I mean, the weather has been you've had storms and really cold weather, too. I yeah. mean, you're going to have some great weather, and uh, that'll make it even better. I can't wait to go to a game. I haven't been to a game yet. I went last Tuesday for that USA. Oh, yeah. Well, you always said Cup. when Omaha comes to town, yeah. you'll be well, there. Union Omaha is here. I'm there, too. You can count on that. Every time they've been to town, I've been there. Yeah, you're one for one. Yeah. Good morning. The House Central's working at the Blimpies in the Home Depot atrium off McKnight make a hell of an open-faced horseshoe sandwich. Sometimes they use nacho cheese instead of gravy, and I don't tell them. By the way, shout out to Bush Stadium for fattening up our city with an all-you-can-eat nacho bar. Thanks. That's from still super optimistic about the Cardinals. I know they're terrible, but I expect big from them. <laughs> Toxic positivity, am I right? Oh, you can tell just by this kind of sandwich you're making that the people went to Howell Central? That's yeah. getting pretty specific. Can't have spaghettis. <laughs> That's own fact. You can tell how this sandwich tastes like Howell Central. Can you imagine? You have to identify what high school you went to before you take somebody's order. This is being said by a man making a Lunchable right across from uh-huh. us. Look, I have acquired taste, man. That's, that's a Canton <laughs> Lunchable, if ever I've seen one. Oh, my God. I didn't have any bread yesterday, and I wanted a sandwich, so I just took What'd you do? a piece of bologna, stuck a piece of pepper jack in the middle, and put some mustard on it. Just oh, oh, nice. Gosh. Rolled, it, rolled it up like a burrito. Nice. Oh, the hobo meal. What a humble brag. <laughs> That's like if you roll right off the boxcar in the next town, you don't know where you are. You got anything at all? The fact that you didn't eat it like a sandwich, but yet a rolled up burrito right. is even better, too. I mean, just rolled did you think, up the meat. Did you think about going to the grocery store, maybe? I was going to, but I was relaxing. I said, eh, let's eat it like this. I made my first ever peanut butter jelly sandwich on ciabatta the other day, mm, yeah. and you can't really do oh, that. Oh, God, that's no? so thick. You have to oh, put nine and a half, half the jar on there. Uh, Doug, the Cardinal lineup is out for today's festivities. The Busmans. Busman special. Why don't you play? Let's guess the lineup. This is a game they play on the fast lane. I will not let you see it. Uh, who's pitching for the Angels? Uh, Griffin Canning. Cardinals are minus 145, by the way. He's a right-hander, right? 
I believe so. Based on the lineup, I would say that that is. Uh, oh. oh, actually, I'm not sure on that. I, I might I might have to take that back. I, he's I been would... a part of the Southside Seaman before. I should. Yeah, he's right-handed. You're correct. I was thinking about picking them up today. This I, I was actually going to go bet the Cardinals. That's why I'm aware of the number, and so. I was not happy to see the minus 145. I thought I would get some value, and uh, Las Vegas is ahead of me. I bet them last night. Wow. You were probably yeah. like plus 135, plus 150. 121. Um, yeah. Uh, I figured that since the world is upside down right now, that this would be the exact game the Cardinals win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems the Cardinals are, are good final yeah, games of a series. That, that is correct. They've yet to win the first game of a series. That also is correct. Over 10. I'll guess the lineup. Go! Uh, I'm going to guess that um, because you got to have a win, they're going to go with pretty much what they think is their best lineup, which would be similar to last night's. I'll say Newt Barr. Yes. Goldschmidt. Yes. And Gorman. Yes. Arnado. Yes. Contreras. Yes. And. Now it's going to get interesting, Peter. Uh, O'Neill. Yes. Okay, we're through six. Carlson. No, I'm sorry. you got to get Burleson he, in there somewhere. He's uh, Carlson's in there, but he is not hitting seventh. O'Neal is hitting sixth. Who's hitting seventh? Uh, Donovan? That's correct. Donovan, seven. Carlson, That's eight. That's correct. Edmund, nine. Yeah. Okay. Jack Flaherty on the mound. Wow, look at you. I uh, you got to get Burleson in there somewhere, but he is not in <laughs> there. Scheduled day off for him, probably. Dude, yeah, it probably, probably isn't. Gotta be, he must <laughs> be exhausted yeah, from running the, the bases. Then you're incorrect because it's not the best lineup. That one to win because you don't have Burleson in it. No, they don't have a good lineup. <clears throat> no, they're terrible. Well, when you read those names, you certainly wouldn't think that. But uh, to date, that uh, that is backed up by the uh, by the data. Guys, what is the deal with the fan page pours showing off their good seats for one night last night? Uh, Doug, did you see the fan page pours showing off their good seats last night? I have no that. idea what that seems means. like an oxymoron. The fan page pours. How do you know they're poor? <laughs> how do you know they're poor? Doug, how do you know? You don't. I know that you can go to a sandwich shop and, and know when a sandwich has been made by someone from Howell Central. But I don't know, just by looking at a picture, you can tell the person is poor. Maybe you can. By the quality of the photography. Ooh, this guy with maple wood's got written all over well, they're sitting in good seats. I mean, they could have been given to him, but you don't know that. Right. That's why I'm off that place. You're gone. And you're not, you're not because tempted of that? to return. <laughs> you're not tempted to return. No. Well, I think you need to get back on it. It's a better place Why when you're you there. you go on there? <laughs> I went on there to detail my, my trip. The fan I page? My, I did my little travel logs. On the yeah. fan page? No wonder I didn't see it. Oh. I was looking for Do you even put it on your page? No. No wonder I didn't see pictures. I just did it as a hum, total humble brag everywhere <laughs> I went. That's all it, all it was. I think Doug was playing on the humble brag that is the fan page. Did uh, you go on there and say, in Monte Carlo, anybody know of any good sandwich shops here? Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Iggy, they are poor because no one with money feels the need to post pictures on the fan page to impress a bunch of fats living west of 270. That's from the 314. It's a very direct answer. I got a point there. <laughs> you, you can't be slender if you live west of 270. You must be fat if you live that Is far that west. Is that the case? I haven't seen that, those numbers. I, yeah, it's probably not you know, West of 270, isn't that Chesterfield on that Well, area? it would be, yeah. yeah. Why would they be fat? I, I don't know. <laughs> Fat cats, but not fat. I don't know if you're 
fat cat in Chesterfield. Right? Oh, there are now some. The is going after Chesterfield. Chesterfield's You're forming huge. an alliance with Mr. Lick. It's Look, I live in a two family off Miami, right by Lean Chicken. I shouldn't. <laughs> oh. I think well, Chesterfield's fairly wealthy. Yeah, sure it is. Upscale. There's some very wealthy in Chesterfield, and there's some closer to middle class, upper middle class. Yeah, no pores. I don't know that there's a lot of is pores there, is, in Chesterfield. Is there a different fan page? Like, I don't see these things you get talked about. <laughs> Your you algorithm. Yeah, I don't no, know. You, well, it was last night, so you're a thousand posts away from last that's night. It. There's a picture of, uh, here's James. This is the video of Jameson beating the hell out of me. <laughs> I can't believe that that was on Bailey's, but I see the little Bailey's, uh, what do they call that thing up there, Doug? The graphic? The the bug? The... Ah, bug. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and Santa Claus right behind I don't see anybody making, like, if somebody were to make fun of my son, I'd be like, I don't even think that would go on on that thing. I don't even know if that would go on on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, it would go on on Twitter, but, yeah. I don't know. So I don't know what that text was about earlier on in the show. I have no idea. Oh, what a shock. Text is lying. <laughs> uh, I, if anything, I'm glad that, that now I have the video. i got to show my wife. So I, I can share that with my... Uh, Bailey's my good for something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Bailey's paying. Yeah, and there was the little uh, Team Fredbird girl that just went bouncing across. And Plowhawk, you're down on Team Fredbird. Is that the deal? Bro. Oh, you just <laughs> took an enormous bite of that. Lunchable, pepperoni. You're not appeasing to anybody. Oh. They're on the four X's to the 100 level. It just, you know, you got to make sure you can get it up there. Yeah. At least to the second deck. Yeah. And the effort, I don't know if it's a paid gig, if it's a... Yes, it's paid. Okay, then you definitely have to make more of an effort to get around the stadium. I mean, just turning your body to another section in the same area is just not going to cut it. No, so. I wouldn't think so. Uh, Go learn. Johnny Cakes has sent in one, two, three, four, five, six straight text, Doug. Mo got to go. <laughs> Johnny Cakes. Gosh. He's not going anywhere. Uh, hey, Plow Take, I think an oxymoron would actually be the fan page riches instead of the fan page mm. pours. Get your English terms correct, okay. buddy boy. Come on. That's from Mr. <laughs> Bojangles. <coughs> Well, Appreciate was, it, douche. Was it a, <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> now nah, he is probably right, though. Well, I'm not very okay. good with English. <laughs> Speaking of the pores, how's Mr. Legs? <laughs> <laughs> That's from the total package. Uh, Tim, similar to LeBron, will you continue to host TMA until you're able to host with your son? Since, you know, you're the LeBron of HD2. Oh. Doug, that's from Eric in the Central West End. You played Native American ball with his father. I sure I, did. I think, uh, just like Doug, I will pull my sons aside and say, you're not going into this industry. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't imagine Tim's reaction being like, yes. Oh. Yes, please. Well, there was a time when the, the media, media jobs paid pretty well. You got to do something fun, and it paid well. I love what I do, so I can't... There was a time I, when that, that yeah. was the case. Well, I've been doing it for 30 years. I haven't seen it. Oh, well. <clears throat> but you could see why a Jack Buck would want Joe Buck to go into it, or why Jay Randolph would have encouraged Jay Jr. to go into it. Yeah, that's Why true. Dan Kelly would have encouraged Dan Kelly and John Kelly to go into it. You could see that. They had fabulous jobs and, and were very successful at it. I remember my teacher, after he took off the lens cap to my camera, <laughs> up on the roof, yeah. I think he gave me the look like... You're there's, not going to make there's it. There's still time. No. You, can, you, you can were trying to shoot video, and the lens cap was on the camera? 
<laughs> I was up there. I had to call him up there. Oh, it's so funny. What up, Roger Sadler? He just recently retired. Who, who wants oh, to he? be Roger Sadler? <laughs> Group text inbox. Who wants to be Tommy Sabulka? We all should be. Uh, VIP Auto Accessories, your one-stop shop for all your graphic and commercial vehicle upfitting needs. Vehicle wraps, wide-format printing such as banners, storefront signage, walls, floors, etc. Anything with graphics. Tommy and VIP can do design production installation vip gets your fleet vehicles from dealership to street ready fast and personalized for your company's needs they know that every day your vehicle isn't street ready it's lost revenue fleet vehicles signage graphics and design vip does it all in-house for your business they're all local since 1979 it's vip call tommy sabulka today and he'll take your call directly at 314-428- 3900. That's Tommy Sabulka, or you can email him at tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. Munganast works with them, as does Design Air Heating and Cooling. They're all part of the TMA ecosystem. You start advertising on this show, and none of the other clients start advertising with you or start working with you. It's an amazing little thing. It's a nice little ecosystem, this TMA ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Maggie O'Brien's. Uh, Maggie O'Brien's and the great Eddie McVeigh. Can't wait to see him out there. I have been waiting for my celebrity shot with Eddie McVeigh ever since I shanked his buddy's Pro V1 into the woods oh. at Normandy last year. You didn't find it either, did you? No, it was gone. Uh, and I, this is it. This is my redemption. Jackson called it the Little Piddles Redemption Arc yesterday. This is my redemption arc. And I'm going to stick that thing nice and tight. Real nice and tight, oh, Doug. Yeah. Nice and nice and uh, Eddie McVeigh, the great Eddie McVeigh. Sunset Hills is where we'll be for the EDF Dotum pre-party on May 17th. And then anytime you're going downtown, hang out at the totally renovated Maggie O'Brien's on Market Street. It's Maggie O'Brien's wonderful sponsor of the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Design Air Heating and Cooling email today comes your way uh, in about 15 minutes. Send your emails in the morning after at inside S. Tim, you discovering that Jameson had gone into the broadcasting business would be like the scene where Don Corleone is told that Michael is now involved in the family business. Oh, Tragic tears of extreme despair and disappointment. That's from Minute Bull Eligible. If you could miss that scene. If you could pick the future for your for your children, what industry would you want them to go into? Uh, my honest answer is I, I'm dead serious. Now, maybe, see, you have the perspective now that your children are grown. Yeah. I really do think there's value to not dreading going into work. Oh, yeah. yeah. But oftentimes there is a, there is a gap. Doug, here's the x-axis, here's the y-axis. Okay, I see the x Yeah, x-i? Yeah. X-e, see? I don't know. Uh, that if you enjoy going into work, perhaps, especially when you're in your 20s and 30s, perhaps it isn't necessarily a job that is going to have uh, either stability, great hours, or financial reward. So that is one thing. I hope that they never have to deal with social media. That's, that's, I think that my, that, that, there's my wish. Yeah. Uh, I doubt that that's possible, but... That's one thing. And I don't know, maybe it'll be gone by then or it'll be totally different. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think people would find it hard to be happy if they're not in a job that paid them well enough to lead a happy life. But if you don't prioritize 
you know, making a certain amount of money. Like if you're living in poverty, that's a different situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean not being rich. I mean right. you got to have enough to do the things you'd like to do in life. Right. But the bar is so different. The world is so, I don't know, I don't know how to, it's. I think nowadays. A dollar means so so much different to each kind of, Plowhawk just pointed at me. You know what I mean? Work-life balance, man, is more important. Right. A lot of people, not everyone, certainly. Um, you need those worker bees that are willing to go the extra mile and, you know, business owner and people like that working 80, 100-hour week. I'm all for a good work-life balance. Enjoying your weekends, enjoying your time with your, you know, family. And I think that's uh, hard to put a dollar value on. Certainly, I agree. You don't want to be completely poor. It's really no. an uphill battle there, but... I think if you want to find an industry where you'll always have a job, right now it's healthcare. That's where the jobs are. Oh, I would be an electrician. The in investment a dollars right now are moving into AI. That's where if you, if you were, that's probably the most VC, dangerous, dangerous thing. Looking ahead to the future, there's certainly but, that. But as far as where investment dollars are, that's where it is. Uh, I am absolutely miserable at my job, but I get paid well. So there's that. Couldn't make this money in a different industry. That's from Doug's work husband. Yeah. If you make a lot of money, you can uh, stomach a job that you don't like that much. Depends on the amount with your expenses and where you live, yeah. too. Yeah. I don't love my job, but I don't hate it. It pays me enough to enjoy things I like to do and support my family. It's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Yeah. Sweet, sweet Kai says life in Miami is all about life-work balance. Well, would you rather have a job where you didn't make much money but you loved it or a job where you made a lot of money but you didn't really like it? Well, you say you don't really like, like, I think with that term, you have to hate the job. No, you're not really liking it. Monday morning rolls around, you're not happy. Oh, no, back to work. But I'm making $300,000 a year. My dad now tells me, he goes, that's why on Sunday nights, oftentimes, he was not in a good place because he was thinking, you know, and he was great at it. God bless him. That's not just me saying anybody who was around knows how great he was as a salesperson. This was when he was selling at KPLR and he was the in the spot there but uh he it would it would tilt him i never except that the, the period of time just being honest when i was hosting with bob fesco and it wasn't about bob fesco personally it just it just was a totally different show and i remember lying in bed going okay this is what it's like Th- this is what most people probably are doing on sunday nights i'm going holy crap i got to go do this for five days i can't wait till friday because otherwise i'm just like oh today's thursday friday rolls around tomorrow great doesn't because you don't really yeah. you know you get to f off so that's kind of the way this job is well that's what i'm saying monday morning rolls around we don't mind right so much. that's what i'm saying there's value in that mm-hmm. so if you're not making much money and you hate it that's where you you know yeah, that's on social problem. media making fun of people it's the term sunday scaries sunday scaries I, I think i told you that i had a guy come up to me a couple weeks ago and say he really couldn't stand me because he would see me on Sports Sunday and realize he had to go to work the next morning. Pavlov's dog, like the <laughs> yeah. 60 minutes uh, yeah. clock for re- a lot of people is Pavlov's dog mm-hmm. reminding they have to go to work. To him, I represented, oh, God, it's time to go back to work. Sorry about that. At least it was a pretty face to look at, though, right? Well, that's, that's for right. sure. Yeah, that was the payoff. Probably used you. I'm on the opposite end. I don't make a ton of money, and there's a lot of BS to deal with, like the fear of layoffs and furloughs, but I absolutely love what I do. Will it be sustainable when it comes time to start a family? I have my doubts, but it's very fulfilling. That's from Show and Budsman in Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, yeah. March 2023, Brian Henschen. Remember The Sopranos? The um, Who was the gay guy? Doug? Vito. Got the broom stick up his ass. Vito. 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 Perfect example. When he had a leave and he was in that town with Johnny Cakes and mm. he got a construction job and he's doing it. He's looking, 
All right, just a couple more nails here. It's got to be close to noon. I can taste that sandwich. All right, that's good. It's got to be close. And he looks, it's like five after nine. Damn it! Because the, the clock just wouldn't yeah. move. He hated his job. The oh, clock didn't he move, move away to start a little shop somewhere, a little store? No, he... Oh, I thought he moved out of town <laughs> and started a little store or something. He moved out of town, but then he... He was writing the book. And that's where he met Johnny Cakes. Correct. Yeah. He <laughs> and, he was, and he was pounded in a meadow? I don't know. Uh, yeah, right, right there in uh, yeah, Live Free or Die, baby. Yeah, uh, sure. But, uh, yeah, he didn't last much while. He, there was no time to open up a shop, Doug. I thought he did. No. Uh, what's his name? Guy took care of him. Philly. Keep my name out your damn mouth, Strode. That's from Johnny Cakes. Uh, oh. I'm oh, sorry. This is a real Johnny Cakes, not you. Cletus. Yeah, I thought Cletus was Johnny Cakes. <laughs> he really does look like him. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I get up at 1.30 in the morning to go to work, and I don't make a lot of money, but I get to drive around all day and listen to you guys, so all is well. That's oh. from the 6-1-8. How about that, Doug? Well. I'm a welder. I make good money, but want to go out on my own, but that will definitely hurt my work-life balance, but hopefully it pays off. That's from the 636. Yeah. 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 And your priorities change as you get older. Once That's you have, a big Once you have thing. kids and you That's say, oh got college coming up. What are we going to do? That's the game. Kids That's want something. I want to give them what they want. That's the... That's... That's... That's for me when I felt like the world changed, you know. And, and I didn't have my first child until I was 39 or 40. I mean, I realize most people have their first child, most people, before that. So they have that uh, dose of reality yeah. 10, 15 years earlier in some cases, you know. Uh, we ran into Mr. Licks at the Metrolink stop off of Bradmore Park. <laughs> He was clanging a couple old pants together and barking at passersby, asking for spare change. Yeah. His shirt was stained with mustard and poor credit scores. <laughs> Great guy. I tossed him a roll of nickels, and he started crying. Thanks. Oh. You need those worker bees willing to do whatever the boss says. Anyways, we can't get the password for this finicky skeleton. Hope you like yesterday's show because you're going to have to listen to that bitch all week long. That is... Oh. That's... Yeah, you need those worker bees texts. Yeah, and you could see his credit score right on his shirt. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? You could tell Just a lot about a person. Show the pores where they're at. Yeah. If we had to wear right. our credit score across our shirt. He was so. wearing a Kurt Flood shirt, 21. Speaking of beggars, if you drive down South Lindbergh from about Tesson Ferry on south, there's, like, beggars at every corner. Oh, they're everywhere in the city for sure. I, I see them as if, like, they're, like, my, my kin. Like, really? they're there, like, every day, yeah. yeah. And see, somebody in the St. Louis County government is trying to pass a law where you can't walk on the streets anymore unless, unless it's on a sidewalk, unless there's some kind of emergency or your emergency personnel. What does that mean, though? Like, so you can't cross the street without a crosswalk? That's no, already that, a law. No, that, that'd be fine. But they're trying to get people out of the streets. From, but they're not really begging in the streets. All the time. They're kind of in medians. Yeah, but that's, that that's still, it's still, yeah, that's what they're trying to get okay. rid of. Gotcha. It's, it's got to be a little bit dangerous for them to be walking between the cars during the red lights. And it's annoying for everybody else to have, and for some, I'm sure, frightening to have people come up to their window all the time. Yeah. I'm not sure it's what you want in your town is to have beggars at every stoplight. See where that goes. I guess that wasn't a topic that... Uh, Created a whole lot of interest here. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw it out. I, don't know. I love that. Uh, KG Notown says this Mr. Lick slander is offensive. 
That's his partner in a golf match. Is that right? Yeah, versus me in the Warson Woods Wacko. When is oh. that going down? I don't know. I need uh, a commitment out of uh, out of the licks. Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> I hope so. It'd be fun. I just like playing, man. I don't really care who. I just want to play. Nice. Look at Jackson. He Put me in there, play. coach. Doug, oh. I'm telling you. Keep an eye on this guy for the Jennings Junior Fan Page Club Championship. I'm just telling you. You think he's got a shot? Well, I think he's got the ability, and here's the thing that you can't teach, Peter. A bloated handicap? Oh, my. Mm. Them's fighting words, Vaughn. Oh, my. I've put Jackson to the test. I can recall the 13th tee, as a matter of fact, at where I play, and I thought, you know what, I'll see what this guy is made of. And I thought I'd press him, and it wasn't for a lot of money, but just to kind of see what he's made of. And I thought he would surely block it off to the right or maybe yank it left into the OB. And he uh, he stroked it gently, oh, real he? gently down the yeah. middle of the fairway. And if memory serves, he got a 5-4 on that par 5. And I thought, huh, can't teach that. Yep. No. Then proceeded to hit a hybrid from a 180-yard par 3. Well, either way, you know, I, I understand that the swing is probably got a little added loft at the moment. But you can't teach managing nerves and that icy cool demeanor when you're standing over a $2,500 putt to win the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship presented by Michelob Ultra. And I think that might be the direction Jackson's headed. I sure hope so. I, I was fortunate that growing up I got to play, you know, golf. Like, that was something that, like, was a part of my life growing up. I know a lot of people don't pick up golf until, like, their 20s or 30s. So I was fortunate enough to be able to play not at a high level by any means, but have a swing early in my life. Uh, and I think uh, that's a big, like, if you're a parent and you want your kid to play golf, just get them a club in their hand as soon as possible. Doug, yeah, well, it's certain, yeah, that helps with any sport. So right. You're, you're picking it up the better. But golf is such a weird sport because, like, the physics behind it are so backwards. From Like, every kid plays baseball, and the, and the golf swing is so different than a baseball swing. I always wanted my kids to, to play sports when they were little that, that they couldn't play later. You know, you can't play baseball later right. in life or you football play or soccer. Or it's even hard to play basketball and things like that competitively. But I, I can certainly see the value in learning an individual sport as well where it's on you. And a lifetime It's not, it's not sport just a team. You know. You know, if you're going to play a sport for the rest of your life, you start early, the better you know. chance you had to be good at it forever. I just didn't ever want to face the possibility of taking my three wild and crazy kids and me as a foursome in golf and try to corral them <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, Jackson, I've never swung a golf club in my life. You want to go play? Thanks. That's from the retired air marshal. Sure. I don't care who I play with. I'll play with this. Well, huh. Sounds like you got a date today, then. Well, Cute. I might, I might, maybe I'm already playing or something. Or, I don't oh, know. wow. What, yeah, pri- what private course are we playing today? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, somebody texted me. He was like, it's going to get nasty here for a week, and it's going to be nice today. It's probably the time to play today. Ah! Said, yeah. Mickey, sorry about that. I knocked my protein shake over on you. What is this? Are we? Are, do we really have rain the next week? Pretty much. Awesome. And Stay even if it's so. not raining, it's going to be soaked out there, and I hate playing when it's all wet. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Looks like it's 60, at least, 60 or at least 50% chance of rain almost every day, up to 90% chance a week from Saturday. Sweet mother of pearl. I'm not getting my uh, app giving me any forecast. Oh, here we go. 70% tomorrow, 40% Saturday, 60% Sunday, 60-60. 60, 50, 50, 50, 50, 78. My God, rain in the forecast every single day, but t- today. Yeah, today might be the day. <sighs> when are Cletus and I going to get out there? I, w- I guess I got to ask the fans what, what day works for them. Right. 
The poll out. Gallup poll. <laughs> the poll out. Orson Woods Wacko says that bitch licks is ducking us, virgin. I feel like I got somehow caught astray there, too, with the whole virgin thing. Come on now. <laughs> if we're going to be partners, we got to have some communication improvement. Orson Woods Wacko and I are partners in three weeks. Love that guy. Said he wants to win it. Is he a ball striker? Uh, he's got, a, he's got raw ability. Doesn't get a chance to play much. That's the way I would describe it. Too busy making cheddar. That's kind of, that's kind of, uh, what I would say about, uh, Doug. Raw ability doesn't get a chance to play I need much. lessons again. I went to the range a couple times this week and oh, it's, it's getting worse. Okay. I, I hit some comical slices where the ball would just take a complete right turn about halfway down the, what would have been the fairway. It just, some of it was wind, but most of it's just poor execution. I mean, I, I hit the ball so poorly, I, I didn't even want to play anymore. Oh, that sucks. Were you, like, you know, shanking? Shank chips and chips and things. I was shanking, oh. you know, to the point where I don't even know how to hold the club now. Oh, no. You know, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, it's gotten bad. I just, I really need to buckle down and get some lessons. Iggy, you'd recommend Skip Berkmeyer? I'd probably go with Wellington. Michael Wellington. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you like Skip, go ahead. I, I haven't met Skip. He gave me maybe I've met him, but I had never. He gave me a short game lesson, putting lesson. Seemed to work. Did it? There you go. Yeah. Well, I need lessons with the, with the whole game. Oh, that family I'm just golf's a, a bee's knees. Basket case. Uh, that family golf's a bee's knees. That short game area. That's where you're going to shave strokes. I'm telling you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the design air heating and cooling email of the day. <laughs> Top notch show today, Tim. A lesson learned is time well spent. I sent a clean, whimsical email yesterday, and you know what? I got jack and squat on the votes. Oh. Apparently, you sick pistols like emails involving the sex. 42-inch cabinets, granite surface countertop, nine-foot main floor ceilings, nice. second-floor laundry, oh. wrought iron fencing. Of course, I'm describing Arnold, a.k.a. God's country. But last night, well, last night I spent the night at my mom's house in Afton. And that's why this email is about how revenge is a dish best served cold. Around 9 o'clock, I heard a familiar voice. Mr. Norman was watering his grass. He asked me how I've been, and my response, been doing great. Remember when you yelled at me in 1978 for riding my Schwinn orange crate across your front? Well, now it's payback time. I knew the dude had cataracts, so his peripheral vision was horrible. Yeah. So he never saw it coming. I just pounded him from behind, yelling, oh. look how much I've grown. Oh. Is that Kevin Miller? No, it's a guy named Willie, and then the last name is Eat Me Out. Willer. Oh, man. Don't do that one. Miote. Eat Miote. Does my okay. tongue still smell like his girdle beef? Oh. Bryce was an up-and-coming male model, and he had just started working with a photographer named Joe. During one of their photo shoots, they took a break and found themselves sitting back-to-back on the toilet lid in the men's room with a plate of French fries between them. They had recently been doused in the boy brine below. They laughed and talked as they ate, and Bryce couldn't help but notice how attractive and kind Joe was. As they sat there, Bryce felt a strange connection with Joe that he couldn't explain. Suddenly, Joe leaned in and whispered in his ear, telling him how much he enjoyed working with him. Before Bryce could respond, Joe kissed him softly on the neck at the same time that Bryce relaxed his sphincty in yesterday's White Castle breakfast drop into the bowl. Joe released his neck from his grip, looked him in the eyes, and 
dragged his fries through the mud. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Soft serve dipping. Oh, that's enough. <laughs> oh. Oh. Tunnels 12,000. He also says to think about it. Awful. Awful email. Tunnels 12,000 with a horrendous email. I see you all the time, baby. The way you look at him. I wish it was me, sweetheart. Big boy, I wish it was me, but I guess it'll never be. I wish you'd look at me that way. You beautiful eyes looking deep into mine, telling me more than any words could say, but you don't even know I'm alive. Baby, to you, all I am is the invisible man. Think about it, Tim. That's from the 830 Recreator. You have did to think about send, that. Did you send in lyrics from the invisible man by Stan I in don't 98 know Degrees? what that was. 830 Recreator. <laughs> that Jackson, that made it in the filtered file. Come on, that's, Jackson. That's like how odd it was. Like here, here's, here's a lyric to a song. Yeah, I, I appreciated it. You think they're more frustrated than us? Understand something. This is year 17 with the presentation. And whether you're a caller who feels compelled to detail his masturbatory habits, a texture promising to penetrate the hole of someone named Sweet Sweet Kai, or an emailer who is still waiting for his autographed book he won six months ago, you wake up every morning with one thing in mind. It's how to improve this presentation. You know, I'm starting to think that putting guys with no managerial experience in charge of a major league ball club might not be, as they say, the move. If we can just get hot and reel off 10 in a row, we'll still be one game under 500. Oh, well, I guess we can spend the baseball season on topics like Gabby Carter's color-changing areolas or ranking the hotness of Southern Illinois bartenders that nobody in the audience has seen outside of a divorced 40-something busboy, his 18-year-old son, the part-time fill-in producer slash aspiring shutter spook who provided a photo that most of us can't see and the 65-year-old mostly full-time host except when he's recovering from a freak shoulder injury. Uh, Doug, that's from Buck. Swope. Buck Swope with a fine little email. And finally, wanted bow tie and marmel <laughs> charges, <laughs> attempted murder, victim, an angry 50-year-old married chairman living in DeWallet's castle, furiously masturbating between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m., who is about to have a heart attack screaming through the 101 airwaves to the B-fibs if this keeps up. I mean, the guy can't even go on Zillow and average out the house on the left and the one on the right properly anymore because of this, and he'll be forced to file a civil lawsuit since there's a 20-strike rule and maybe you're out for attempted murder charges in St. Louis City. Is that the deal? You got to murder 20 different times, and then you might have to get prosecuted? I, I yeah, think that's from gonna... a misdemeanor to a felony after yeah. 18 murders. And that's if any of the lawyers show up. <laughs> anyway, on the evening of May 3rd in the year of our Lord, Tim, 2023, an inexperienced cardinal manager with Napoleon Syndrome named Marmel pulled Ryan Helsley after 10 effing pitches. Marmel also played full-ride scholarship winner Alec Burleson again, who just needs to adjust his swing plane since Mo and Ollie nabbed him off the Forest Park softball fields where he's used to trying to hit a lobbed yellow melon against a bunch of fats who think slow pitch is a real sport. Then again, some of those softball guys who actually try to draw walks from an underhand throw could maybe help him get on base more. And over the course of a decade, a local tennis player and sweater around the neck wearing fellow by the name of Bowtie conducted the necessary arbitrage or let go of everyone who can hit or throw a baseball for Brett Cecil, Stephen Matz, Drew Robinson, and a new washing machine. I legitimately believe the Tam Avenue Capital Partners have a had a, neg- a better negative ROI at this point. 
the following promotions to keep the dumbs, fats, and sads coming through the turnstiles for the dumpster fire are happening for the Tiger Series. Free steering wheel lock night. Free all-you-can-eat riblet night. And 2022, we made the playoffs, so stop bitching replica ring night. God help us all. That's from Low Sween. Steer, ah. Steering wheel lock night would be a nice promotion. <laughs> You'd sell that place out. And that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Show me what you got, little mom. Show well, me what you got, little lady. Show me what you got, short hair. Uh, I don't usually vote for him, but today I'm going to Willie Itmiote, <laughs> the first guy. Who banged really? Mr. Norman? Really? Yeah, I thought it was kind of a, a kind of a creative little email. Great, it was the same every day. Well, it was different email. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, tunnels. Oh, I thought that was vile. I'm going to go with Buck Swope. So, uh, Speaker yeah, nice of the House is the Plowhawk, and uh, I, tu- I didn't pay attention. Well, tunnels. for heaven's sakes! I mean tunnels. No, you can't vote for Dag Nevin Lucas. Tunnels is one. Vile. And Tunnels is going to the Cardinals and Tigers. Oh yeah. gosh, how could you reward that? What up, Tunnels? I Come. think he may have to get those away. Come on in. <laughs> he lives in Michigan. He so does. It's like hey, weird. He's no, probably, he can't make it. He's probably a a, adopted. Uh, Mickey Lowlich is his boyhood hero. Probably Great cap so. on the Tigers. You like that cap? I love the the D logo. It's the old beautiful. English logo. Yeah, I think old it's English. Oh, we drive by. Gosh, I can't believe that one. Well, be ashamed of yourself. That's the game, baby. He's the Speaker of the House. He dude. is the Speaker of the House. He has control when it's all said and done. Does that make me VP because I would get the vote after that? Uh, uh, I guess. Well, you could have ended Whatever it, Alexander Haig was, he was the next in line. He, yeah, he thought he was. <laughs> Secretary of State. I am in charge. <laughs> You're not in charge. You wouldn't have had this problem, Doug, if you'd have voted for Swope like you usually do. I usually vote for the one I think is the best. So we can't give it to Tunnels? It was too vile. Yeah, he won. Tunnels won. Tunnels Over. won. I mean, that, those are the rules. That, that's a Hubbard corporate bylaw, actually. They, they put we that in when we came over here. Show you, integrity. This, you don't have to live in this state. We, uh, Jackson and I are going to head down the hallway. They are not happy down there. I can oh, tell you that. That's going to be a fun show. They are not happy down Some there. Some of it your fault? Absolutely our fault. Yeah. Uh, Doug, you're going to the Busman's? I'm going to the Busman's special. Nice. Uh, and Jackson's going to play an exclusive club, but he won't tell us what he's doing. It's very cryptic. Really? Yeah, something's going on there. I don't know what it nothing, is. I don't, I don't even know if I'm playing. I, just, I, kinda, I want to play Maybe because of the angels. Huh? What angels? was that? I took my headphones on. I figured Jackson was talking. <laughs> well, wow. put your headphones back on. <laughs> the show's not over. Tim was in the show. I thought we were done. I was going to say, make sure you play those Ooh. angels uh, calls of the two home runs on Balloon Party. Wow, another shot. Gosh. <laughs> no, I liked him. Sorry, Jackson. I'm sure the one-on-one guys would love dragged. him. There. There's some shots at Jackson right here at the table. I'll be aight. Uh, Jackson and I are going to deal with We've got the Stephen Wildwood mic drop. I can't wait to hear that. I might just lead with that today, Jackson. And Honestly, then, I think the, the listeners would enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the John Denton's with us at 1045, 9.45 if you're in Denver. Time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy's Trode, for Everly Kevin, for Douglas Vaughn, and Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.